So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, but on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back to What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. I feel like I got two topics for today and I really just, it's it's a lot of, it's a lot of energy, but I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm, I'm charging. You you see what I'm saying? Like I'm not doing any more free collaborations or like free events (laughs) For, for real, for real. Like after, after headlining two of my own events, you know, like putting them together bringing in my own audience and headlining both events as a keynote. Um, After sharing the stage with one of the biggest motivational speakers in the world, after writing and having my own book published and the podcast reaching top 5%, why the fuck am I still doing this shit for free? <laughs> Like for real, you, you you see what I'm saying? And I and and I don't mean it in a sense of like oh like you know, it's always going to be about a monetary value. No, to be honest with you, it's more of a standard for me. It's 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 more of a standard for me. And and before I talk about today's topic, I really just want to talk about the standard, like not just the standard for you, not just the standard for me, but the standard in life. Like like the standard in which you have for your life. The reason why I'm starting to put that price now is because if you can't meet that, then you shouldn't be around me. For real. And and, and, and it's in a sense of it's so easy to have access to somebody. And a lot of times, like we go through life allowing everybody to have access to you. And that's the thing is that everybody doesn't deserve to have access to you. Like for real, like some of y'all got some dope ass energy, you feel me? But you don't realize how dope your energy is because it's always on fucking E because everybody has access to you. Like some of y'all really are like kindred spirits. Like y'all are like some dope like people. Like I'm talking about like the energy that you give off is so nourishing. It radiates. You see what I'm saying? But you don't realize that because you have so many fucking people around you like flies onto shit. Like, Like you have so many people around you pulling from you and the moment that you set up a standard like if the moment that you set up some boundaries they the first type of people to say that you acting different that you acting funny that you acting x y and z no that's because you have a standard and a boundary set up to get rid of some of this bullshit like like it kills me that some people will never reach their full potential because they're constantly being drained by somebody else And in a world where people are just utilizing other people just to make another step within their lives, it's shitty that you have to even say, how much is this? Like, do you know how much I cost? Like, you got to be able to, like, you have to be able to say that with confidence. Do you know how much I cost? Can you afford it? 
Like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you've ever heard that episode where I did cancel your subscription with me, I'll reiterate it again. And this is one thing that I really want us to go into this Monday with. I want us to go into this Monday with that this Monday, as we approach the end of this year, you see what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know who, if we've, no one's realized that, but we are almost at the end of 2020. And if they cannot afford the subscription, then they need to cancel the subscription. The same way that they're going to pay for Netflix when they up their prices, the same way that they're going to pay for Hulu when they up their prices, the same way that they will pay for fucking Apple Music, Spotify, X, Y, and Z, whatever subscription that they have, this is the same way that they are going to pay for you when you up your price, when you up your standard, when you up your morals, when you up the belief that you have for yourself and in which that you will be speaking to yourself. And if you cannot speak to me in that manner, if you cannot treat me in the manner in which I treat myself, then you need to get the fuck on. Like, like I can't stress that enough. That the reason why you can't reach the next level is because you constantly are being drained and pulled down by people that aren't going to go to that level with you. You're not going to reach that next level because you got people that are on your back that are trying to use you to go to the next and to go to a level within their lives. So go ahead, drop the price. <laughs> go ahead and put the price down. And by putting that price down, you're going to start, you're going to see a lot of people be removed out of your life. And I want to say this before we dive into today's episode, but I really want to say this right here as a caveat. That please understand that you are going to lose a lot of people within your life. You are. People come in your life for reasons, seasons, and lifeline lessons. But the one thing that you need to understand is, is that the reason why you're going to start losing a lot of people is because they're not going to be able to afford the subscription. But I'm going to ask you this quick question before we dive into this episode. When Netflix upped their prices and gave us more movies and you could not afford it, did you write a letter and they said, hey... You could pay for a cheaper version of Netflix. No, you didn't. Because Netflix would have just told you that you need to cancel a subscription. When Hulu did the exact same thing, did you tell them to drop their prices down? Spotify? Apple Music? Bang Bros? No? Then why are you allowing people to tell you how much you should be charging in order for them to be in your life. If they can't afford the subscription, they got to go. Point blank, period. Anyways, um, so now that I talked about the first part of one thing that had been on my soul, the second thing that I really wanted to talk about today was, you know, why do we do this? Like, wh- why are we here? No, 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 not that. One thing that I want to talk about is what is your why? Like, what is the purpose? Like, what is your driving force behind your actions? And I might be talking to myself a little bit on this episode. So if it sounds a little direct, that means that I'm just really talking about me around everybody else that everybody else can hear. This is really a conversation between me that everybody else is just hearing right now. But what is your why? You know, earlier earlier this week, one of my kids had... um. They had brought up smoking, smoking cigarettes. And it's no secret. Like, I quit smoking four months ago. And it's such a pride, you know, I'm such a, I'm, I'm so proud to say that I quit smoking four months ago. And for those who don't know, like, I've been smoking since I was like 19 years old. <laughs> 
And that's like I'm 29 now. So that's 10 years worth of addiction. Just smoking. Like who knows how how much it affected my life, whatever. But four months ago, I had found out that I was going to be executing orders and I needed to up my performance a little bit. You know, I needed I needed to be able to last the distance. I needed to, I wanted to perform more. I wanted to f- perform better. Now, to give you a little context to to why I didn't quit smoking is because to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I wasn't affected. Like, like I know, all right, that's 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 very ignorant to say. Yes, I was affected, but not in a way that would be noticeable. I was still able to do my job at my standard. And that's one thing that I really want you to want to echo throughout this episode. Standard. At my standard, I was still able to do my job. Now, I need you to understand is that my standard, the standard that I have for myself is a lot higher than the standard that most people have for theirs. So for me to be able to still perform at my standards, I had no issue with smoking a cigarette still. I'm still a top performer. I'm still running, you know, at top speeds. I'm still showing up and outperforming most so there was out there wasn't a, there was never an issue with oh man you know I need to quit smoking because I'm not performing with the you know like the Marines are like showing me no I need to quit smoking because you know I can't perform no not me in fact I'm actually like it's because I am smoking that I'm probably even in this exact same bracket with you and I remember somebody brought that up. They said, they was like, hey, man, you know, if you quit smoking, man, like it'd be, you know, you would probably like your physicality would probably go up. And I just I just shrugged it off. I was like, I'm good. But when I decided to raise my standard, when I decided to raise the standard that I have for myself, I also had to let shit go. And that's one thing that I really want a lot of people to understand that a lot of times we revert back to who we are. I'm not even phrase. We revert back to the older version of ourselves because the standard in which we have for ourselves, we can't maintain. It's not that nobody else is going to maintain it. We can't maintain it. We, we get caught up in the whole idea that people are telling us that we're acting different. We get caught up in the idea that because of the new standard I have for myself, I'm starting to miss out on the older shit that I used to be able to attend to. Because of the standard I have for myself right now, I can no longer conduct the conduct in the shit that I used to do with the other things. And that's the problem is that once you realize that it's easier to revert back than it is to press forward. So for me, when I decided I was going to quit and I tried to quit many of times, there were many times where I tried to quit smoking. There were times where I, every New Year's, I remember me and my mom are both smokers. I remember 2012, 2013, me and my mom are sitting there and we're smoking our last cigarette at 1159. And we said, going into the new year, we were going to quit smoking. She made it five hours into the new year. I made it into a day and we were back to smoking. I've tried to quit on long drives. I've tried to quit. I've tried to quit on numerous occasions. But the issue was, is that my why wasn't big enough. Like, like, I really need you to understand that. 10 years of smoking cigarettes and I've tried to quit on numerous occasions. But the reason why I failed every single time is because my why was never big enough. Like it was never big enough. 
Like I need people to early understand that is that if your why isn't bigger than your what, like, like if the reason why you're doing something is not bigger than what you're doing, then the moment that you face some form of adversity, the moment that you face some type of opposition, the moment that things don't go in your way, the moment that you get hit in the face, you are going to revert back to the older version of you and you will abandon the standard that you just previously set for yourself. Like you really got to understand that. Like this episode, it really, I really want to echo what is your why? See, one thing that we need to understand is that animals, animals are driven by survival. But we as humans, we're driven by something so much greater. Whether that's family, whether that's success, notoriety, fortune, whatever is driving you, you are driven towards it, though. You're being pulled towards it. So what is your why? So one of the things that I really like set back because. In this episode, I had to ask myself, what was mine? You know, why, why do I want to speak? Why is it now me speaks? You know, and the first thing that came to my mind as I was like, really like doing my research, jotting things down and just taking notes in life. It was. What makes you come alive? Like, like, like if you're ever asking yourself, like, what is your why? Think about the thing that makes you come alive. You know, like what is connecting you to your passion? And I remember for and, you know, once again, like for those who don't remember. Before we started podcasting, we were speaking and I remember the first time that I spoke. I remember the first time that I spoke on the stage. And, you know, I, I was nervous. I was scared. You know, I'm up on this panel with all of these gentlemen that are just. You know, we know the backstory to it. You know, they're prestige, they're educated. And here I am, this regular Degla Marine who has no real speaking, let me rephrase, no real educate, let me rephrase, no, I was no, I was very new. And when I got up there and I opened my mouth, it was as if the words that I had said painted the room and moved the crowd. You know, and I, I think one of the greatest things that a speaker could ever do when they speak is it's not about just what they say. It's how they make everyone in the room feel. And that was one thing that I did learn when I saw Lisa Nichols speak for the first time. It wasn't what she said. It was how she made everyone in that room feel. And now that I reflect a little bit on it, my first time speaking, it was the way that I made that room feel. And it was in that moment right there when I knew that what I was supposed to be doing was so much greater than what I'm doing right now. Like, like I'm talking about the moment that I realized it, it was almost as if I had came alive again. Like, I, I can't even describe the feeling. I just know that once it was all over with and I walked off into that car. And I lit my cigarette and those tears started to come down my eyes. I had knew right then and there that this was my purpose. That when I say that I'm here to help become a better version of yourself, I, I, I'm not just saying that. That's what I mean. So the driving force behind that, you know what I mean? Like the driving force behind that is so much greater than me. 
And you know, I one of my favorite speakers, to be honest with you, is Inky Johnson. And he always talks about, you know, your why, your why. And one thing that he said is that a lot of times, you know, we go into these situations alone. Like, you know, when you were doing something for you, you were going to find something that is much tougher than yourself. And when it's much tougher than you, you're going to find yourself quitting. So when I step on those stages, when I record for these episodes, when I wrote that book, when I headlined my own events, it wasn't for me. It was for the people that I knew needed to hear that message. The next thing I really need you to understand, and this ties into it, is who are you doing this for? Like, like, who are you doing this for? What are you doing this for? When I was 19 years old, I joined the United States Marine Corps. Still am in. Oh, God, that was horrible grammar. I, I still am in. I remember getting to boot camp. And, you know, obviously it's adversity, 13 weeks of hell for many. And I remember seeing people quit. I remember seeing people cry. I remember seeing people break down. And I remember them asking us why we were here. Some people raise their hands because they have family in the military. Given the fact that a lot of us were in the sixth or fifth grade when 9-11 happened, that, that should tell you how old I am. <laughs> well, I already said it. But we were here for patriotic reasons because the war was still going. For me, I couldn't go back to Detroit. Like when they tell that story of the prodigal son, like that story holds true to me. Like, I can't go back or I'll be the prodigal son. You know what I mean? Like, I I can't go back. Like, the, there were people around me that really raised their hand to quit because they knew that they could go back to their home. You know, they knew that they could go back to their old lives. I literally relinquished everything that I had in order to be here. Like, I promised myself on the way leaving Michigan that I would never return that I wouldn't be living here anymore, that this was no longer my home, that I chose to become a visitor, sometimes passing through. So when I see people revert back to who they are, I just, I just, I, I can't relate. When I became a martial arts instructor, and I will tell you right now, that's by far some of the hardest training that I have ever been through. Like, the level of intensity in which that training was like, I could never, I could never duplicate that. I would never repeat that. Like it's a run on joke that I would rather, I would rather lose my rank than revert back to a user. Like I would rather lose, I would rather go back to being a corporal than revert back to being a user and not being an instructor. Just how severe the training was. And I remember that 15 days. And I remember seeing people because we started with like 30. And I remember seeing these grown men raise their hands and say, I'm done. I remember seeing these grown men look at look at themselves, look at each other and say, I quit. Or just not come back. And I would sit back to myself and I would think like, there's no way that I will walk away. There's no way that I'm, I'm going back. 
Like after all the time that I get like that, there was a moment where I would rather had just been injured and dropped than to raise my hand and quit. Like I would rather cease movement than to be able to say I quit. Like I can't understand it that you go back. Like I never understand like how somebody could give up so much time doing something and then quit because they face some form of opposition. Like, I never understand how you gave up so much time with your family to say that you're going to have time with your family. But the moment that you got hit with some type of adversity, you want to revert back to your comfort zone, like as if the time with your family is something that's just going to be refunded. Like, I never understand how somebody puts so much money into something hoping that it's going to take off. But the moment that shit just doesn't go the way that they wanted to do, you know, like a little opposition, a little adversity, you know, a lot of people telling you that it's not going to work. But the only person that was believing in it from the beginning was you. But the moment that you feel like as if you can no longer pour into it because you're just so tired of trying on your own that you're going to revert back. Like as if that money is just going to be refunded. Like, you really got to ask yourself at some point, what are you doing this for? Why are you doing this for? Like, I sit back now and I and I say to myself, as I push with this, you know, as I push being a speaker, as I push being an author, as I push being a podcaster, as I push all of these extracurricular activities that I one day want to turn into a primary and make my life, who am I doing it for? And I'm constantly reminded on the days where I don't want to record. I'm constantly reminded on the days where I don't want to write the second book. I'm constantly reminded on the days where I don't want to go to that speaking engagement because I just don't know if I have what it's in me to be able to pour into everybody else. Those nights where I gave up with my children. Those days where I gave up saying that I wanted to go out and everything of that nature, you know, being out there with everybody. So I stayed in here with everyone else. Like, like none of that is refundable. It's not. Yo, why? Yo, why acts as a beacon within the chaos of life? Like, like when, when, when everybody else is telling you that you can't do it, yo, why is that whisper of telling you that you can? On the days where you feel like you cannot move any, move any forward, yo, why is the thing that's going to push you? On the days where you feel like everyone is against you, your why will act as that shield. Like, I really need y'all to understand that on this Monday morning, as we close out this year, one thing that we not going to do is wait to the fucking new year to say that we're going to get our shit together. We'll say it right now. Like, like we're not going to wait to the new year to create a new standard for ourselves. Like, one thing I wanted to echo throughout this entire episode is standard and why. Like, why do you want this standard for yourself? It's because people talk to you in a manner that shouldn't be in the way that you speak to yourself. That you have a higher resolve, resolve, respect for yourself than what everyone else has. That you have bigger dreams than what everyone else has. That you have a bigger goal than what everyone else has. You have a bigger passion than what everyone else has. So before you get out your car and go into that job, Ask yourself what your why is. Because if you don't have a why, then I don't know why you're doing this. 
And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves. Even though I don't know what that type of version is, I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.